Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. All you have to do is pick the over-under on two or more players, then you're set in 60 seconds or less. You can win up to 10 times your money. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. Hi, and welcome along to the Invincibles podcast. Lee Judge is in the building, and uh, we're here today to discuss Antonio Conte. Yeah. The subject of today's podcast is, should Arsenal be scared of top Antonio Conte's Tottenham Hotspur? That's what we're going to be debating today. Um, so uh, it's going to be interesting to get Lee's take on it, your guys' take on it as well. Also, just before, right, you know, you know, later on we do predictions. Listen, <laughs> watch him. Look at him. We do the predictions um, for the weekend's games. Of course, this weekend, after this weekend, is another one in bloody international yeah, breaks. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, how many of them they have this season? It's been uh, unreal, isn't it? September, October, November. Unreal. But let's, I'm going to give you the results of last week because it was the end of the month, right? So whoever whoever took last week would win the month, which means the person who lost has got to put £100 towards that hospitality fund for the other person. Um, and then at the end of the show, I'm going to do like uh, this week's, the, yeah. new, the new ones that we're going to predict. Remember last, I'll just say we had Mike on the show last <laughs> week for Gunas for Cancer. And by the way... Um, if you're a betting man, don't not follow him. Donate to his charity, but don't <laughs> follow him because he got every single prediction wrong. <laughs> he got zero points. Zero points. <laughs> but he's, listen, great cause, Mike. Well done for, for the cause. Got the results there, right? So first of all is the Arsenal-Leicester game, right? Which, of course, finished uh, Arsenal 2-Leicester nil. Lee Judges predicted that. So I just still can't get how he got that. He got that spot on. Three points for him. Three points. I said it'd be 1 0. He said it'd be 2 0. Was that lucky or did you just feel it? Well, you know, you take it how you want, like, you know. But um, I had a little feeling that Arsenal would go. Everybody's saying, oh, we won't keep a clean sheet. And I, I went, I thought, no, I'm, I've, I've backed our defence and. Uh, I must admit, when we was 2 0 up early doors, I didn't think it was going to happen. Got Aaron Rams out, I think, yeah. for that. I'll tell so, you. We'll, we'll thank touch you, on, Aaron. Thank we'll you. Touch, we'll touch on that as well before we get into the Antonio Conte thing. The other game was Villa West Ham. Um, we both went for a draw 1 1, 2 2, but actually, West Ham were brilliant in that game, ended up winning that. Was it 4 0? 4 1. I think it's 4 1. And Mike went Villa 3 1. Mike. Mike. Wolves versus Everton. Wolves won that by two goals to one. I predicted 2 0. You actually predicted that Everton would win. So I got a point for that. And then the Spurs Man United game, um, I predicted. What did I predict? 2 2 1 to United. United. You predicted 3 2 to United. They actually won 3 0. So. Remember how we score this. If you get the exact result right, you get three points. If you just get the outcome right, you get one point. So I got three outcomes right. I got three points. Well, that's brilliant. That's, you that's, got, that's hard to beat, that is. You got the maximum three points for predicting oh, uh, Leicester Arsenal. I did. 
and you got one outcome right the Man United Spurs game that means you picked me by one point I can't believe it Lee Judges has won the first month the, the first winner. month and uh, that's £100 i got to put into the Chill pot the for his uh, hospitality I've got to pull it back this month I've got to pull it well, back there you go like, you bloody know, hell like, you know, I can't shame. believe you got that I mean going back to that game you know what an unbelievable performance performance Brilliant. Best. I saw your video. You said best performance of the season best so far. Best performance of the season so Why? far. What? Because it was away from home. I felt in the first. I don't, I don't think you could ask for a better first half of performance away from home. Took it to them. I always think it's a great thing when a manager of a of a top team, by the way, had to bring on players in the second half. Had to change it after forty five minutes. That mm. tells you everything you need to know about mm. how good that performance was. Uh, second half, it was it was a little bit different because they've gone gun ho a little bit, so we had to defend well. I was feeling I know that they had shots and they had so, but I was sitting in. I'm thinking, do you know what? I think we look comfortable in a in a in a good way. Do you know what I mean? Like before, managed the game. Yeah, I think at times before when I've watched Arsenal, you think you know they're going to score. You know this game, it's coming, it's coming. I didn't feel that. I, I mm. felt there was a different sort of a. Energy about the game. I thought it was a great performance. You know, two sides of the game. There are times when you go to top sides at, away from home at any time. You have to defend well, and I felt we did. You know, yeah. I thought I thought it was very impressive, and and a game of two contrasting halves. Right, mm. like you said, in the first half we dominated it. We we were absolutely brilliant. I mean, apart from really that free kick that Madison had, which pulled off you know, Aaron Ramsdale with an yeah. unbelievable save. Um, but apart from that, I felt that we were quite comfortable yeah. in the half. We got the two goals. We were dominating the game. We looked the more likely team. And then I remember at halftime, the guy who stood next to, him, to me, I said to him, I go, you know what? <laughs> Second half, they're going to come. Yeah. So I go, we're going to have some... We're going to have some hairy moments in that second half. It's how we deal with that, right? And I said to him, I go, I'm going to be very interested to see how we cope with it because if we can cope with it, that is really, for me turning over a leaf yeah you know um, and the way we coped with it was brilliant we defended well and Aaron Ramsdale in goal was exceptional I know people will highlight the, the, the unbelievable save which it was an unbelievable save but I'll highlight just his goalkeeping in general he was commanding mm. every time he came off his line it reminded me of like Peter Schmeichel back in the day he just made himself so big that they were either putting it wide. He, he was just, you know what I mean? The only other person I've seen sort of goalkeep like that this season was, uh, did you see the game when Chelsea played Brentford? And that Mendy. Yeah, 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 the game like that. He was the it? same sort of thing where he just, all the time he was just such a presence in goal. And you know, it, and I felt Ramsdale was just the same and, and he was exceptional. And just the de defending, I, I, a lot of people didn't pick up the fact that when he made that great double save, the ball was still trickling in yeah, and yeah, Thomas, yeah. Thomas Partey, Partey clearly, yeah. recovered, got to the line and kicked the ball away. Even things like that I picked up on and I was like, we defended well, we managed the game. That is what you've got to do when you go away to a good side. Mm. That is how you've got to play and I thought it was an unreal performance. And again, I don't think Arsenal get the credit they deserve for it because... For instance, oh, it's because your goalkeeper's man of the match. As you quite rightly said, Mendy was man of the match. Yeah, Brentford, yeah. Brentford. But everybody says, oh, what great goalkeeping. Oh, that shows you what a good team Chelsea are and everything like that. With Arsenal, oh, it's, oh well, like, you know, your goalkeeper's had man of the match. Listen, when you go to top teams, 
you know, it's like if Watford are going to get anything from from us from against us on um, Sunday, their goalkeeper is going to have to be the man yeah. in the match. That's how it is. You've yeah. got to go there and away from. That's what it is. The one thing, and I'm pretty sure they look at it, is that I, I think that in, if I'll be honest, he's probably too busy. If I'll be honest, Ramsdale. So there is, all, even though we won that game, we've got mm. still to improve because we're going to go to Liverpool. Just, uh, yeah, you're up against up a team like Leicester. They're a good side. Yeah. And, and to, to be fair, a lot of the shots were long range. You know yeah. what I mean? So, you know, the defenders, are, I thought the defence done their job. I, I, didn't, I didn't see lots of players getting skinned and stuff like that. You Remember as well, people got to remember what we're up against, right? You're up against Jamie Vardy. He was kept quiet in that game. Mm. So somebody can't tell me that we didn't defend well. When you keep oh. you keep a player of that calibre quiet. When Pats and Daka came on, we kept him quiet. We kept Ian Nacho quiet. That's a very, very good front three. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and like you said, then they then threw the kitchen sink at it and we coped. We coped. And, uh, because apart from that save from Ramsdale, which was a great save, what other unbelievable save did he have to make? I, th- I think it was more that after that, the blocks and making himself yeah. big and is sort yeah. of craftsmanship in goal. I think sometimes you have to give the other team a bit of credit. Like, you know, Leicester, I think Barnes went through. It was a good little one-two yeah. on the edge of the box that got them there and all that. The one thing I always say, you know, I was in the studio on um, Saturday. All I kept hearing from, like, Cecil on the show before, Vardy, 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 he always scores against Arsenal. Well, this mm. is a different Arsenal now. Yeah. And he never got a look. He never got a cook. He never got a kick. Yeah, and that's what I like. And that's what we've got to do. So anybody that comes in here, oh, scores against Arsenal all the time. This, this. Yeah. Shut that down. We've done we, that twice now. We did that. It. We did it with Harry Kane, who always scores against yeah, us. We, uh, we did it with Vardy. Yeah, exactly. I thought we kept Vardy so quiet in that game. He was anonymous, really. Yeah, he was. You know? And and the other good thing about it is yeah, everybody was saying about how good Tinnemans is. I think he's a fantastic player. He is, he is. Didn't 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 get in the bo- get in no. the game on the ball as much. Why? Because we, we nullified that. Most so, of this stuff was long range. Yeah. I think there was a chance Harvey Barnes had that um just went just wide, but Again, Ramsdale would probably have got it. And the free kick from Madison. But mo- most of their things was long range, were long-range shots. I thought the defence was good. Ben White, again, it super. impressing me now. You know, um, Tommy Asu, excellent. Nuno Tavares. Wow, he's what? playing. I mean, there's talk this weekend that, you know, um, Tierney's available. He's, he's overcome his um, sort of illness and that, and he's fit and ready to go. Yeah. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. All you have to do is pick the over-under on two or more players, then you're set in 60 seconds or less. You can win up to 10 times your money. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. They're good, but, be on, good on the bench. I'll tell, tell you what, you know, I, 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 I love him. I love Tierney, but how can you? How no, can you, you drop cannot Tavares? drop him. You cannot drop him. He's been he's been brilliant, and and don't even take no throws. That's all I say. No, you no, know, no. You, like, yeah. you can't do take you know, a throw. Do you notice that though? Because he's well liked, he does a foul throw, and no one says he's anything, done a foul you know throw in nearly every uh, appearance. Uh, that I've when seen Bellerin done it, it was like you know, I know war, wasn't it? Like you know. Lee, you touch on a great point there, and I, I, I was saying this the other day, I was saying that if you notice, every game so far this season, even the losses, even the three losses that we had right at the start of the season, the fans did not turn on the team. Mm. They did not slay them, they did not cut, they weren't happy, obviously, when you're getting beaten 5-1 at City, but I remember I was there at that game, at City, and 
obviously inside you're angry and everything like that. And then I remember at the end of the game, the players came over and the fans were clapping them and saying, you know, all right. And obviously we were upset, but they never got on the back mm. of the players. There wasn't the moans and groans and stuff like that. And I kind of was in my head, I was thinking, why, why, had, why is this team, even at that stage, why were they getting such a pass? And then I, I came across my, my kind of theory is that because we've got all these new players and they haven't got the baggage. Mm, yeah. Right? Uh, so it's what you just said there with Nuno Tavares, right? Um, he can get away with a foul throw because obviously he's been playing well as well. But you yeah. don't come with a, a player at the moment, um, say a Ben White, could make a mistake that leads to a goal and you'd look on it and say, oh man, should have done a bit better in that area and that. But you're not going to... Whereas if players in the past, like say a Bellerin, who we've seen make those mistakes for the last three, four years, you're like frustrated. You're like... And I feel it is, you know, a lot of these players, because there's so many new players now, you want to get behind them. They've got a lot of goodwill. You know what I mean? And they've all started... They've all hit the ground running. They're all, you know what I mean? So the moans and groans, if you notice, are sometimes that some of the players that have been there for a while are Pepe. People are like, come on, Pepe, man. You know I mean? Too much of this now. You know what I mean? Whereas these guys, we haven't seen them doing this over a long period yeah. of time. So we, we, we're prepared to, to, to give them a chance. So th- there's a freshness to this yeah, team, man, fr- that I really that's like. That's a great point, freshness. And also what I like about it is that they've, they've, there's a, like... Um, like a contact, like between the togetherness, togetherness between the yeah. fans and and the, and the player. I don't know if you've seen the Ben White um, one on Instagram when they're all on the coach singing the Sacker and Smith Rowe song. That the actual mm. players yeah. are singing it, so yeah. you feel like that they're 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 want to engage with us. Yeah, and that's that. I think that's something that's very important. I saw the Bamiyang on his uh, on his. Um his Instagram story when he saw Kalechi. Kalechi and all that. Yeah, like, Kalechi, yeah, Kalechi, Kalechi, you know what I mean? Like, so, so there's, there's, there's that great, there's this, an interaction between the yeah. players and the fans. I used to go to games and the players used to walk off the pitch hardly, you know, yeah. acknowledging us. Like, Remember that I mean? time with Ozil where yeah. Mertesacker had to run after yeah, him? And, yeah, and, and it was all of that. There was a re- reluctance from the players mm. to do it. Um, and and you used to see other teams, and you think, oh, a little bit jealous. Why can't we be like that? Now we're getting that, like, you yeah. know what I mean. And I think even fair play to Arteta, right? Even when he was getting a lot of stick at the start of the season, <clears throat> he come over. He yeah. was there at City. He came over, and he's like clapping the fans. He looks like he's saying to the players, "Go over there and acknowledge the fans." And um, you know, I I I, I thought I, I agree with you. I think that was one of the best performances this mm. season because it's away from home. It was like all the things that normally go against us. Early kickoff. Yeah, yeah. Away at Leicester. Leicester just beaten. Remember, this is a Leicester team on form. They beat United. They, you know, beat scored Brentford f- away, didn't they? They beat Brentford away. They scored four in the Europa League. Like, they were super confident going into the game. But I felt that Arsenal were really, really good. And um, long may that continue. I mean, if, you know, continue putting in performance like that. You know, and if you look at our away form last season, it was decent. But I was always looking on it because you could look on it and say we went to Leicester last season and we won. Mm. But I was like, yeah, but there's no fans there. It's a bit different. I want to see what it's like with fans there. How Arsenal are going to react? But and and they passed the test. Yeah, with flying colours. And I also say, and I and I state this now: away from home, 
it's so much better when Arsenal are in a yellow kit as well. Like, it's just something about it. It just makes you. <laughs> yellow just, kit? Yeah, like they come out in another, you know, all these silly colours, like blue with flashes, like like Flash Gordon and all that sort of stuff. I'm not having it, like, you know what I mean? Yellow kit, proper. You know what I mean? Like, so it's the yellow Arsenal. kit that won it? Yeah, well, I, I think it had a part. Yeah, I do that, man. <laughs> now, listen, it's a um, good weekend for Arsenal, um, especially after we saw uh, Tottenham get battered turned again. over, Tottenham get battered. Um, but are they still going to get battered now? Because the, it is, it, it's funny because that game was, um, the game between them and Man United was labelled El Sakiko. Yeah. Right? The manager that uh, loses the game might get the sack. I think most people thought Oli was the guy that could get the sack. But it was actually um, Nuno Espirito Santo got the sack. I mean, they were awful in that game. When he took off Lucas Moura, Oh. Did you see the crowd? And then some guys go, what are you, you doing? Did, what are you doing? <laughs> it was so funny, right? But Tottenham got rid of Nuno Espirito Santo and shocked everybody by bringing in Antonio Conte, the guy they were trying to get in the summer. He turned him down because he said, you know, lack of ambition and stuff like that and lack of money has now gone to them now. Should we be worried about this? The guy is a serial winner. He won the Serie A last year with Inter Milan. He's won the league, in, of course, in the Premier League with Chelsea. He's won the league with Juventus. He was a manager of the national team. He's a serial winner. I mean, let's be real right now. Yeah. There was a lot of us who wanted him at Arsenal when it was going wrong at the start of the season. Even me, I was like, Conte would be great at Arsenal. He's at Tottenham now. Are you worried about this? Well, I don't know about worried. It's a game changer. I do believe it's a game changer. First and foremost, the thing I would say about it, a lot of Arsenal fans are, you know, um, we've got Mikel Arteta, you know, we're never going to be able to get someone like Conte and everything like that. It just shows you you can. You know what I mean? If Arsenal wanted Conte, they could have got him. You know, um, it, yeah, money, money talks. Yeah. Money talks, you know. And they are uh, paying him a lot of money. They're paying him a lot of money. So, um, so 20 million? People, 20, 20 million for, million, a, like that, for an 18-month contract? You know, so um, that's the first thing. When people turn around and say, oh, we're never going to get, a, you know, like, when I was saying about Conte, people going, oh, I don't, you know, it's a dream to get someone like that. I've always said that Arsenal is Arsenal, you know what I mean? If Arsenal would have knocked on his door, he would have come, you know what I mean? Mm. And now it's proved that, yes, because Spurs have got him. Is it, it? I think it, it can inspire Arsenal. I'll tell you why it inspires Arsenal now because I think that because of that attitude, like oh, we can't get an elite manager, and we've got to stick with Mikel. <coughs> Mikel doesn't do the business. Now we know that you can go out there as a football club and get the best. You know what I mean? So I, I see, I see it from that point of view. Listen, from Spurs' point of view, and from from that. On Saturday evening and Sunday, that I'll, I'll see a few of my else, but they was down as anything, right? You know what I mean? It was all, you know, uh, they weren't putting the league table up on on the WhatsApp groups and things like that because it was getting. They was worried. By Monday morning, or Monday afternoon, they was all cock a hoop again. That's how big a deal. Yeah, no, they're all, they're all gassed. You're, you're all gassed because they've got him. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I never wanted Mourinho for whatever reasons of, of, mm. of him and everything like that. Um, but I, I, honestly, I, I would have took Conte, you know, after that yeah, I think, game, I would have I, I would think, have been very, very pleased if he'd have come to Arsenal. So I am worried from that point of view that he's an elite manager. 
I think mm. he's in the top four managers in the world at this moment in time, and they've got him. But I will say this, and I say this to anybody that Spurs fans watching them, like you know what I mean. Um, they've got a, Glenn Oddle was a good coach. Remember, he was doing really well at Southampton, mm. like you know what I mean. And didn't work out. Well, look at out. look at Mourinho. He's won everything. Won everything. At every club that he's gone to, apart from one. <laughs> so, you know, if 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 anybody can ruin a uh, a managerial's legacy, Tottenham Hotspur Football Club is the one. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. hopefully. I, I mean, listen, <clears throat> I I I was shocked. I was shocked um, to see him go there because you mm. know, um, as I said, he didn't go there in the summer. I thought he'd probably. I mean, I mean, I heard a couple of you know Saeed and that, uh, United fans, right? And the other night they were saying, "Oh, the Arsenal fans must be, they must be uh, really miserable because Conte's gone to uh, Tottenham." I'm thinking, no, hold on, United fans are miserable because United now know that they're stuck with Oli, right? If anything, I think if he went to Man United with the players that they've yeah. got, I'm thinking, wow, they knockoffs. Copycats, imitators, they all share one thing in common. They always pale in comparison next to the true original, just like the stylish and versatile Lexus RX, the crossover that paved the way for others. And it's still the best for one simple reason. Nothing else is as good as the original. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. They could win the league. Right, because you saw the difference Thomas Tuchel, another elite manager, has made when he's gone to Chelsea, mm. and how he's brought around um, that turnaround. But I don't know what it is, right? Maybe I'm being a bit stupid here, but I'm not worried by it. I'm not worried by it. I know he's an elite manager. I know he's a top manager, but I think Tottenham at the moment in such a mess. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, 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 they, it's, it's almost like deja vu for me, like. Mourinho was there mm. and when he came in there I'm thinking I know it's all going to end up I know it's all going to end in tears but Mourinho will win them a trophy before he leaves and he like you said he didn't he didn't win them a trophy yeah. so I'm looking at it and I'm thinking more or less it's the same sort of team they brought in a couple of players but I don't know I'm, I, I, I think Conte I, I'm surprised he's taken that job I mean, he's only taken it for 18 months as well. well I, I, I am surprised by that. I'm, I'm surprised that he probably didn't wait, probably for Man United. Listen, how I see it, we say, we, you know, when, when Man United fans say everything about what they're saying is, I think at this moment in time, one place in the top four is up for grabs. Yeah. Right? But if, but if Conte would have gone to Man United, sealed. Yeah. Sealed. The reason that Man United are are, are that is because of, of Oli, and I'm not, not mm. no disrespect to him. That's how I feel it is. Ronaldo's getting him out of trouble uh, every oh. now and then, um, every uh, week, every week. <laughs> so, um, so I do feel that. Now, I feel it would have been a massive, massive coup if Man United had got him. With Conte going to to Tottenham, is it going to guarantee him a top four or get into winning the league? No, I don't think it is. But what it what it will do, it will gal- galvanise them. It will make them a yeah. better side. There's no two ways about this. But then I look at it on the flip side. Uh, uh, you know, 
say like with with Harry Kane, all of a sudden Harry Kane says, "Oh, I, I want to stay at Spurs now," and all, you mm, know, that's the rumor. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, if that's the case, well, what, what does that say about his last four months at the football club? Um, and what does that say about you know the respect of, a, of another human being in, in Nuno that he's mm. what has he done wrong? Mm. So you know. There's, there's, there's problems inside Tottenham. I don't care what anybody says. You know, Harry Kane, for instance, um, I, I think is a top player um, and, a, and, a, and a, the ultimate professional. He certainly hasn't been over the last few months. Mm. So all of a sudden, like Conte is going to come, he's going to be there. And if things don't work out in a few months, he's going to down tools again. You know, the fans turned on him on, on Sunday. So um, there's a lot of work to be done there, like, you know. And it doesn't matter how good a manager you are you've got to have the players in the first yeah. place you know so I, I think yeah. that, that Manchester United they have the players Yeah. do you know what I mean so to, to kick on if you look at Chelsea last season Tuchel coming in he had the players mm. to, to, to you know just, just to tinker that, that team bit. there is true when you looked at Chelsea's team you're like they should be in the top four yeah yeah. so right. it was underachieving yeah I mean he, he, he overachieved by getting them to win the uh, the Champions League, I think that was all unexpected, but yeah. he was brought in with the aim get into the but top, top four. four. To me, Tottenham do not have the team good enough to get into the top four right now. If they, if Conte gets them into the top four, then he's done a great job. He's, he's, you know, he's performed a miracle in my books because I'm looking at Tottenham. That that team looks stale to me. I know they brought in some new players and that, but it still looks a stale. Outfit, you know, your deli alleys and this and that. You and know, the, the biggest crime that Spurs ever have ever done, the biggest crime they've ever done, is that they've backed Mourinho, they've backed Conte. The one person they never backed is the person that put him in the position in the first place in Pochettino. Pochettino yeah. They never ever backed him. If, if they give him the contract that Conte's on and they give him the funds that Mourinho had, my God, he's, he's yeah. he has been in my time as following Arsenal and being rivals with Spurs he is the only manager yeah. that has ever got close to saying they can can win the league do you know what right as well what I was thinking about the other day and I remember I was at, um, remember we was at those uh, football blogging awards the other day and I met a good friend of mine Clive Palmer who do, he, he, yeah he Clive, yeah, top, Clive guy. Yeah, Very top guy and he was chatting to me about Arsenal right and I remember when I went away from there like the next day, really thinking about it and saying, you know what, he made some great points. I don't have to get him on here, you know, he's yeah, good. Yeah, he's quality, right? he's quality. And, and he said to me that day, he goes, Robbie, he goes, oh, he, he goes, I like Arteta. I've still got a lot of faith in Arteta, I think. This is even before a lot of the recent run of games, right? And he was saying to me, he goes, what I like about Arsenal at the moment, there's a clear, for once, for once in a very long time, there's a clear plan. Yeah. Right? And that plan is we're rebuilding, we're going with the young players and we're going with these new players and fresh players. And and Clive's saying to me, we've got to give it time. Right? We've got to give these guys time to bed in and we've got to give Arteta time to make his ideas come to, you know, and then we judge it. And I was thinking, yeah, it's sound points. Now, you look at the players that Arteta's brought in, They've all done well. Yeah, every one of them. Yeah, I mean, everybody was a bit... Ramsdale, are you sure? Right? Ramsdale's been outstanding. I think Ben White, you can see already that he's going to be a top player. Yeah. Right? Um, 
Tommy Asu looks good. Nuno Tavares looks good. Sambi Lokonga looks good. Odegaard, we know from last season, um, is good and he's still yet to get a better this season. So all those players that they've brought in, you see what I'm what I'm looking at. I'm looking at players and I'm like, I feel that if those players stay fit, in a year's time, they're going to be better than they are now. Yeah, 100%. I mean, they look good players. And then you look at even some of the other players that he brought in before. He brought in Thomas Partey. That was a good signing, right? It was only because mm. of the, the injuries, but now he's coming back to fitness. Look how good he's looking. Gabriel, people like this. So I'm, I'm looking at it now and saying, well, whether we like, you know, whether you're a big Arteta fan or not, there's a clear plan. There's a clear thing that, you know, they're trying to do. We all had, we all had a pop at Edu at some of the signings. Not experienced enough. They decided... They've made a very bold and strong decision to use that £150 million and buy like several players rather than just going out and buying a couple of marquee names, right? So there's a clear plan. We, we, we're yet to see, obviously, still early in the season. We're yet to see how that plan turns out, but there's a clear plan. But then I look at Tottenham. I don't see a plan. Even with the Conte thing, it's still like... You, you bought in Nuno, he's about like eighth choice. Now it's almost like, oh my God, you know what? We've got to try and get Conte before United get him. It's, let's rush around and get Conte. An 18-month contract. I look on that and I'm like, wouldn't you be bringing in... I, I know you can have an option to extend and things like that, but because a lot of them are citing two calls, one and things like that, but wouldn't you, if you've got a long-term plan, wouldn't it be a three-year? It is, it, you, you just look on that it, all those sort of things to me I look on and I'm like yeah it's great now to the Tottenham fans and it is a coup that they've pulled off but is it a bit of just again no planning by Tottenham a bit like when they've got Mourinho let's just go and get a big name and he will bring because of his previous track record he will bring us glory but you haven't got the stuff in and around it you haven't got the there's no forward thinking plan because under this team, as I said, unless he performs a miracle, I can't see it. So that's that's why I'm not overly worried. It's it's a great point, and 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 the point is they're going to have to throw a lot of money at you as well. Yeah, uh, and but they have already said. Yeah. I think um, that Parachichi, um, the, the guy director of football, said that there is no mega war chest. No, no, he's going to have to work with what he's, he's got. got. And listen. You can you can believe everything that you turn around and say. Oh, I wanted to spend a bit more time with my family and all that. Like you know what I mean? Rubbish. They offered him a lot more money to come to that football club because they were desperate because of what had gone on. Realistically, they should have done that in the in the first place. Yeah. Give him what he wanted. And but then the, the fact is they didn't. Yeah, and then he would have had a pre-season because one of the things yeah. apparently that he's been saying as well Always is that he would never take a team without yeah. a pre-season. But when you're being offered like twenty million or whatever, like. Uh, you know you can forget about pre-season, can't you? you know what I mean? So we, we, we ain't silly enough to know it's a, it's a it's a money money thing. They've spent they've had to give Nuno fourteen million pounds. This is a club that really can't be affording to waste money. But good luck to them. I hope they waste. Yeah, a lot I mean more the, money, only you know that, I mean? So, the only thing that the only thing that I was worried about, and I'm thinking to myself. Is there somebody in the background that's going to buy the club or something like that that's going to give nah, give him the money? Because I, I just like. It's hard to work out. Well, well, actually, no, I think you've explained it. He's just like, we just want to get back into management. He gets back in there and he gets in a... A dramatic pause 
says something without saying anything at all. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Shoes. Light, comfy, good to go to. A big thing, and listen, if, if it works, he's brilliant. If it don't work, they'll go, well, West Tottenham, you can move somewhere else. I don't think it will affect him either I don't way. think it would affect him. So, I, think, I think he's calculated that as well. Look, look, and I, I've got it on an extremely good source. I can't say who it is, right? But I'll tell you afterwards. Extremely good source who said that Conte was at a dinner um, last week in Italy with some people and he was openly talking about the Man United job and so it's quite a shock to these people that he's gone to Tottenham, gone to Tottenham yeah. so that's what I was thinking you know uh, but the money's through, better yeah, a lot of money. the money's better how I see it now for, uh, um, the Conte thing for me is that I wanted Conte at Arsenal I don't go you know yeah I mean, no I, yeah we're I, not I hating he's, elite ma- elite he's an elite manager he is and I, and I feel that with an elite manager and I still believe this Arsenal could be so much better with an elite manager than, than Mikel. But what it has done for me... Love fishing? Then you've got to listen to Fishing the DMV. Join me, your host, Thomas Aarons, for an entertaining and informative podcast dealing with all things fishing in our area. Every week, we have on special guests ranging from the best fishing guides on our local waters to government officials from the Department of Wildlife Resource talking about hot-button issues like the invasive northern snakehead. We also highlight the best fishing opportunities in and around the greater D.C. area, Virginia, Maryland, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. Listen to Fishing the DMV on the iHeart app, drive to us on YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, that's Fishing the DMV. When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frame. Hey, Mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hun, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find a vision center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. When you shop at a Walmart vision center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the vision center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frame. Hey mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hun, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find a vision center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. There you are in the great wide open when you hear it. Dinner time. When you're hungry, you're not going to let 5,000 feet of mountain get in your way. And if they try, that's what Kia's lineup of exceptionally capable SUVs with available all-wheel drive is for. The Telluride, Sorento, Sportage, and Seltos are how you know we take this pretty seriously. The SUVs and the dinner. Hurry into your local Kia dealer today. Kia, movement that inspires. Visit kia.com for details. Always drive safely.